Welcome to the Growing Glow Podcast. You're here with your hosts, Dana Lee and Anthony. And we're sharing our stories, becoming our best selves. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone. Another week, another week. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. <clears throat> yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. Um, yesterday, did it feel, it felt like Thanksgiving. I think it felt like Thanksgiving for me because I surrounded myself with friends and, you know, people who wanted me to come over who had invited me weeks ago. We'll get into later. But um, <laughs> no shade, but a little bit of shade. <laughs> but uh, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Ooh, oh, Dana. We have a lot to talk about today, guys, so bear with us. Oh, it's going to be pretty transparent. So much. Okay. I'll just start by saying I honestly don't really care. for The holidays have always been really awkward for me for some years just because I'm not really close to my family like that. And shit always comes up from the past and... I just feel like it's always like it always turns into like some negative energy and it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So my Thanksgiving, it started off. I thought it was gonna be a chill day. We were going to go to my grandpa's girlfriend's aunt's house or something. Well, they were going to go. My family over here, my mom's side. But I was like, I'm not going to go. I'm probably going to go to um my grandma's house, my dad's mom. Um, but at first she was talking about she canceled Thanksgiving because my cousins and them done pissed her off. She wasn't calling me back. She wasn't returning my text. Thanksgiving. I said, I guess I'm not going there and I'm not going to these strangers with my family here because I don't know them. So I was like, I'm gonna just stay home. Like I I wasn't feeling I was like, whatever. So I got into it with one of my family members who I always get into it with and who everyone gets into it with because they just antagonize people all the time. I have nothing better to do and just always starting shit. And they were just telling me like how I need to go. And I'm like, I'm not going. And they're like, you need to go. And you always acting like this and trying to tell me about myself, how I am. I'm just like, (laughs) this is like prime example of why I'm not going. Like, I do not want to be around this negative energy. Yes. You know, like, I'm not. Like, I'm not a little kid anymore. Y'all can't be forcing me to do shit that yes. I had to be subjected to when I was little. Yes. And so my mom and my grandpa were telling them, like, leave him alone. He's not going. He already said, like, stop. We don't need a scene. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Kept on. And they're like, he's disrespectful. You heard how he talked to me this now, whatever. And I'm like, you got to earn respect now. Hello? Um, things. <laughs> hello? Data. We were taking the That just nap. hit me. I was like, hello? Hello? Oh, yes. You, I don't care who you are. Just because you're whatever don't mean you're Correct. just going to get it. It escalated to where I try to, I try my best to be patient and just not say things because I've blown up on this person in the past, but they're coming for me and I can, I start to see red. Yeah. And yeah. then it's Dana. <laughs> hey, some people just have to get it. I was saying, I don't know what I said. I just remember I was verbally, us Virgos were ruthless. I was just going off. A verbal assault. I, I think I blacked out. I really think I blacked out because mm-hmm. I, I just, my mom was holding my leg crying. <laughs> my grandpa was rubbing my other leg. Aww. I was like, and then the family member was crying. I was, we were all crying. Then the next thing you know, everyone's crying. They're talking about their child. Like my cousins are there. <laughs> They're 
I don't know what happened. Just everyone's crying. They're talking about their childhoods. Everything everyone's been through. And then I was just like, this is why I'm in therapy. Because all of you are crazy. (laughs) Do you hear yourself? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you're talking about shit from when you were 10. That was 30 years ago. I don't want to be like you. I don't want to be doing that. That's because y'all are crazy. Yeah. Work through that, and I had to go through all this shit growing up with all of you. Do you remember? It was we were. I went there. They were. Everyone was talking about. I just. It was a lot, and then I just. I just was there. I was just crying. I was just sitting there. They're talking. I don't know. So the main thing is this. Okay. I don't know. There's gonna be lots of rambling, talking through things. Okay. I started to write because I process like verbally. It's really difficult for me to verbally express myself. I express through writing. I need to write everything yes. how I feel. And I turn it into shit. I turn it into like Same. a song. Like this is going to be an episode or a TV show, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, so now, the main thing I started to write, I'm going to just write various things. So now, people are family, but I do not have to be around people that don't make me feel good because mm-hmm. I'm very protective of my peace, mm-hmm. my energy. I didn't have a choice growing up. I had to be subjected to a lot of bullshit because I was a child. But now I'm choosing my peace. And that goes for everyone. I don't care who you are. And they'd be saying, no, blood's thicker than water. But that just means it's easier to be crushed. Yep. Yep. Because people be making you feel like you're obligated to put up with their bullshit. Now, I just took several notes about this family member and things we discussed. So this person... Mm -hmm. They just project onto others a lot about they can they have no problem sitting there talking up and down about everybody, what's wrong with everybody, what they did to them, whatever, but will never be accountable or hold themselves accountable for like their own be responsible for shit for themselves. It's always someone else's fault. You did this to me. I'm like this because you did this. And it's just they get so stuck in the past. Like they're talking about things when they were 10. When um when I was 10 years old, I had to do this. I'm like, well, you need to work through that like because you're 40 something now and you know obviously it had you know an effect on you but whatever so here's the thing they're just very negative and manipulative so here's the thing they want they're very entitled okay you tell them no or you don't want to do something then it's they'll tell you why you're selfish everything that's wrong with you i did this for you i did that. well then don't do it i didn't yes Talking about, they were talking about shit when I was a baby. You don't remember, but when you were a baby, when I was a baby, yeah. No, I don't remember. What the, when I was, a, you were a baby. I did this, okay? Because that's shit. The role that you have in relation to me, that's just what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I, you're not. You shouldn't hold that over people. Like, what the hell are you talking about? I did this for you, so they think that because they did certain things that it excuses their behavior they're very verbally abusive mm. and it's like mm. all that shit you think like you want to be rewarded because oh i did this you did that when you when you were a baby but you that doesn't negate the damage and hurt you've done yes things and they're like well give me an example i'll give them examples well that's because and then, it's, then it's an excuse and it's just like i was just straight up like i don't respect you yeah i don't yeah. look up to you i really don't want a relationship with you right now i love you yes but i because you don't change and it's not just like with me you treat 
everyone like this. And they're like, so what? I'm not as bad with you. Like, I don't treat you as bad as I do the people. So you're acknowledging it. Yeah. Relationship with you, though, like that. When you treat people, just, I don't, just the way you treat people. And it's, I know it's because of shit you went through, but that doesn't excuse, that's not, that doesn't mean, like, I know you went through a lot of hurt and stuff and you project on the people when you take it out on people, but I don't want anything to do with that you know and i haven't asked this person for a damn thing since middle school because they they're the type to say well don't ask me for nothing don't ask me okay i won't you know so now you want to bring up shit from when i was a baby (laughs) 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 it's really just it boggles my mind you know um you just i just don't like how they try to hold (sighs) like i'm everyone's indebted like i'm not indebted to you (laughs) yeah because you did shit that you're supposed to do like a good the relation you have to me that's just what you should do and i haven't asked you for shit and i don't know so we just always get into it they talk crazy to everyone it's just you could talk however you want to everyone else just don't come for me because i'm gonna talk about yourself and i'm not obligated to respect you or have a relationship with you and they're like fine now that i know i just didn't know i just didn't know why you never talk whatever now you don't like me now i know i won't Fuck you. And I'm like, okay, cool. cool. Like, we here. We here. We here. We see each other. <laughs> each other. You know? Oh, and the thing is, too, that pissed me off is because I blew up on them a couple years ago, some Christmases ago, mm-hmm. and they were like, I just thought Anthony had changed. I thought he grew up now. I thought he was more mature, but obviously he isn't because he's doing the same thing. And I'm like, you are in your fucking 40s. I'm 26, you are still acting the same, you have not changed, you have not taken the steps, I was like, I've been in fucking therapy trying to work on it, while you were too busy trying to place the blame on everyone else, Yes. the time, so I'm talking about taking the fucking steps, what have you done, you're still miserable, and you will forever, because you don't want to do that, and you don't acknowledge it, hold yourself accountable, so I was just, we were going there, we were yes, that was nothing but truth and facts from above, Look. <laughs> like hello. Look. While hard. I'm busy, while I'm out, while I'm doing the work for my mental health, spiritual health, you know that I'm doing the internal work. You are still utilizing the same toxic tactics that you developed at a very young age. Therefore, not having, sustaining, progressing towards any growth. Amen. And this person too, because my mom always says the same thing to this person. Like we all grew up the same in the same situation, but you're the only one who'd be stuck in the past and want to bring it up and use an excuse. Whereas me and other people have, you know, transcended and overcome that shit. Mm-hmm. And and despite all that, we still made through. Whereas you just want to blame people all the time and be like, I'm like this because of this. Okay, well, you know, and it's just right. sad. And I was kind of disappointed with my because I was just like, everyone knows you just cannot argue with this person. They just you just cannot because they're just so stuck. Their mentality, it's like it's like arguing with a little child mm-hmm. and a fucking grown ass forty something year old body. And I'm just you just get tired. So I was just sitting there tired, like it ain't even worth it no more. I said my piece, mm-hmm. and I just gotta keep it pushing. But you know, people be getting under my skin. I gotta let them. I just. <laughs> I think that was good. You let it out though. Oh yeah, no, it was it was great because they were like they were like good finally because you, you know you never say why and I was just like because I know there's no point. Right. So and there's also a level of well I know for myself and th- why I don't want to say things sometimes too and maybe what you feel also is like we kind of I don't know I grew up like they're older than me and so I kind of have to like shut my mouth and keep what I want inside 
or what I feel inside. So it's like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to rock the boat or like, this is someone who's like just an older figure in my life. Right. Yeah. No, I got past that. With okay. The- <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know if that's how you felt, but certain people like with certain people, like mm-hmm. other people, like my mom, like my grandpa stuff, like I'm like that, like I don't want to rock the boat and yeah. stuff. But with this person, no, because they've always here. just been very kind of evil and spiteful and jealous and have never treated it just, so I'm just like, I don't, like I should, like, I don't respect you and mm-hmm. you're going to get this tongue. I don't care if you're older because you act like a damn child. So, right. no. So it's just, it's just because it gets exhausting trying, like, no one, no one can, this person argues with everyone and is always, with everyone else is there's a problem and they can never acknowledge it. So it's just like, it's kind of fruitless, like, there's no point. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, but I let them have it again, let them know. Um, so it was what it was and then... I don't know. There's just so many layers. Cause I'm just like, <sighs> it's just exhausting. But I was bringing the other stuff with my family too. Cause I'm like, like in the forgiveness episode, I had talked about like my dad, but it's just my, like my family in general. I'm not like, I'm not close to them just because there's a lot of shit that I went through. And it really wasn't until this year, really honestly, this year where I really could forgive everyone for all of that and realize no one's perfect. Yeah. Especially since, like, my mom had me super young and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. it gave me a new perspective. However, it's still going to take time. The thing is, I get frustrated with them because I don't really talk to them like that. Like, they, I don't tell them anything about my personal life. I'm not open. Mm-hmm. And they get frustrated. And, they, and they're like, you never talked to us this and that. But it's always, like, everyone will look at me and tell me everything that's wrong with me mm-hmm. and how I act and how I am. But it's, like, y'all don't acknowledge mm-hmm. shit you've done in the environment that I grew up in. I don't feel safe or open or like mm-hmm. want to and how y'all act you're just negative and just judgmental and you're always talking about people and it's just i don't want i just don't i don't care who you are i don't surround myself with people like that Correct. you know Correct. i don't care if your family Correct. so it's going to and it's going to take time to unpack and get through like it's going to take time mm-hmm. i'm not just going to get over shit like that like so it's like, I just get frustrated because everyone looks at me like, oh, you don't want to talk to us or you act like funny style. And it's like, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, y'all just, it's going to take me time to be comfortable and be on that level because mm-hmm. of a lot of shit. And so that's how I was feeling too. And then too, like with my dad, like I had said in the forgiveness, I was like, I went to my grandma's because um, then she ended up uncanceling Thanksgiving. <laughs> she said, okay. <laughs> She was like, all right. Like, I was like, are you cooking? What's up? She's like, okay, yeah, I'm cooking now. Y'all can come over, whatever. <laughs> um, and, like, I knew he was going to be there. Like, he opened the door. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he's like, give me a hug. He's like, it's your daddy, boy. And, like, trying to. And I just, like, I pushed him aside. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, my God. Anthony. It's like, the pale gift where he's like, that's what you did. We're not on that level, and I was like, "Where's my nana?" He's like in there, like I want to give her a hug and kiss, and it's the same. Like, okay, I can forgive that, but it's gonna take time for me to want. You can't just hug me. I haven't seen your ass in literally ten and a half years. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just. We could be in the same house, whatever. But don't like. I'm not ready for that yet. It's gonna Mm -hmm. take me some time. Let me work up to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was weird too, because like his new baby, I had talked about in an episode, he has like a new baby who's like six months. It was weird seeing him interact with him and like all my family members and stuff. Mm. And so I was, everyone like my grandma was like, Are you okay? Like, okay. how are you? Because I'm just like kind of sitting, you know, my face. Yeah, <laughs> my face. I know how you are. I, I'm picturing it. I know how you are, your face. I was just kind of like, Yeah. It's 
I'm gonna be like, oh, that's your brother. Go see your brother. <laughs> I do not know that child. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it was just there's but the thing is I know there's so many things I need to work out with my family and which is why I feel like the universe put me in this position where I had to move back home and mm-hmm. all this shit cuz it's rough but I know this is shit I need to work through one step at a time though. Um but even with him I'm like don't rush it. You know, he'd be trying to talk to me. I was just... No, actually, he didn't really try to talk to me. Because after that, I think he was kind of sad. <laughs> oh, Anthony! Dana, please. I'm not going to trying to touch me. I do not like being... Phys- I do not like being touched, first of all. Love language is physical touch is my last one. Okay. To start there. Um, <laughs> I just make little comments to, like, end it, like... They had the football game on. My grandma was like, you don't like football, do you? I was like, no. And he laughed. Like, hell no. He don't like football. And my grandma was like cutting cake. And he's like, yeah, Anthony, a slice of cake. She was like, you don't eat cake? I'm like, yeah, I don't eat cake. Like, you would know that. But <laughs> just being a little petty. Um, but no, he texted me. He was like, it was really good seeing you. Um, I really loved it. Hopefully we can eat one day. I didn't reply yet. But I'm like, yeah, one day. But yeah. it's going to take time. Because every yeah. time we start having a relationship, your ass is back in jail. And I'm like, you gotta sh- you've been out a few years you're doing good just keep yeah. it up and yeah. we'll see you yeah. know we'll see but yeah. i'm not trying to open something up for you to just go back like yeah. so i don't know yesterday was it was just a whole lot of shit so i don't that know sounds this like crap. a heavy 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 day you don't even know i cried i was yeah. crying i had a nap <laughs> you got to went to get some mac and cheese <laughs> too much but it's gonna make a bomb episode one oh, day oh yeah i was just like picturing okay boom 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 i was just okay i just write whatever so um what else did i want to talk about um i don't know i just i think those were the main things just there was drama but i'm like the guilt like i don't feel guilty though like i don't feel guilty about protecting my peace and i yeah. don't feel guilty about being honest and saying i don't want a relationship with you right now uh-huh. that's fine I, do, I don't care because I'm going through, like, I have enough shit of my own to be dealing with your shit on top of that. Yeah. When it's not, like, I, I just have to be very careful about the types of people I surround myself with. And yes. I'm, but I don't, people will try to guilt, don't let people manipulate you. Talk yes. about you. Yes. Where, baby, I did this, I did that. You don't remember. Keep it. I don't care. You know, people trying to guilt trip you into feeling bad, okay, well, and accepting that. No. Because, like, no. No. It's just, it's not normal. Um, and I don't feel bad. Yeah. So, and people need to understand that. Like, my dad was, like, one, like, he's not trying to force it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't like being forced or trying to be controlled because I dealt with that a lot growing up. Yeah. Um, yep, so I yep, appreciate yep, that. yep, 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 Same. <laughs> like, even my mom came in. She just came in, like, an hour ago. She was on the bed. She's like, are you okay? Like, I want to talk to you. Just, she's like, you can write it. She's like, I know you don't like to talk. She's like, if you want to write it in a letter, mm. text me or whatever. I'm not, like, so when you're ready. Let me know. So, like, I was like, I'm going to send her this note I've been working on. You yeah. Know, thank you. Like, don't try to force. Like, if as soon as you try to force me, I automatically shut down and I yep. will not. <laughs> you will not get anything from me. So. Yep. So, people got to understand that and be willing. And don't let people try to guilt trip you or make you feel bad or manipulate you and hold shit over you. I, like, who mm-hmm. cares? At what price, though? <laughs> like, yeah. Cost? Like, I would have been better off being left alone at home yeah. than going up there with you watching me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. 
Hey guys, don't forget we're also on social media. Please make sure to follow us and engage with us and let us know your thoughts on our show as well as any suggestions you may have regarding a topic theme. You can find us on Instagram at grow to glow You can also find us with the same handle on Twitter. And you can email us at grow to glow podcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes to show your support. Help us gain visibility and climb these podcast charts, y'all. All right, let's get back to the show. I don't know, rambling. What about you? <laughs> no, I mean, I completely, you like hit on so many different things that are really, really relevant. And I think for me personally, <laughs> everything that you went through is specifically why I did not go see my family. Like, I just didn't. I was like, I'm not going to see anybody. I don't want to deal with any of that. And I want to preface it by saying, like, I love my family. And I have a big family. I love my family. And I do recall a lot of moments where they, you know, supported me in different things, encouraged me in different things as a child. And uh, I think that what I've noticed is in moving back home, I left my home when I was 18. I'm coming back as a 26 year old woman who's been through things and has her own mind, her own independence and has lived her life. Thank you. But I think what's hard for people who knew you as that younger person, like it's hard for them to accept that you're now, it's been what, almost 10 years later and you're completely, they, they still see you as that 18 year old. And that's something I've been working out with my dad. And we talk and joke a lot about, cause he's always like, you might, you still, oh, you still eat hamburgers. Cause when I was little, I ate hamburgers all the time. I'm like, dad, I'm 27 or 26. I don't eat hamburgers every day. Like how you think I do? Or he's like, you still my baby. Or he just does things where it's like, as if I was 10, eight years old. And I'm like, dad, you know, um, I'm living a different lifestyle, <laughs> you know, and I notice like people who mentored me when I was a teenager, you know, they reach out and think that I want to do the same things that I was forced to do <laughs> as a teenager. And I'm like, actually, I don't want to do this. And actually, that's not my point of interest. <laughs> you know, it's like and I and I know it comes from a good place or like I know it may have it may be with good intention. However, it's just like, I'm a completely different, like, y'all don't know what I've been through. Y'all don't know what I've dealt with. Y'all don't know. And I don't want to have to tell you, like, eventually I'll talk about some of those things, um, you know, as time goes on and I'm going to write about those things, but I have a completely new perspective on life and how I want to operate. So, you know, I, I, so with that being said, it's like, so before, so for Thanksgiving, I knew like, okay, um, it's going to be a tough day for me. Like, where do I want to be? And I want to be in a safe space, a comfortable space. And I just want to be happy, free of having to answer a bunch of questions, free of having awkward conversations, free of feeling judged. Or if someone has a problem with me, like that's your problem. And I'm not, I don't, give a damn really to be honest I think I've come a long way since the beginning of the year I had a lot more anger towards a lot of people but now it's more like okay when I'm ready to have more conversations in a more mature manner that's when I'm going to put myself in that environment so like weeks before Thanksgiving I already had friends reach out to me and say hey you know my friend Ariel she said hey we want to invite you over for Thanksgiving you know um she's someone who also has lost her mom and she understands and that's someone that I look 
too for you know guidance and help and especially because we're kind of like in the same um entertainment industry and so um you know um I was like okay cool like that's a place that I want to go to and then I always hang out with Nene that's my best friend like I'm with her family all the time and her mom expected me to be there like it wasn't a question <laughs> you know I didn't really have a choice <laughs> you know <laughs> so I know I had to make my way there and to me like that's like my second family that's those are um, her family are people that I've embraced as like my second family. And, um, you know, I go over there and I feel comfortable and I feel like I could just be myself, be cool and just chill. Like it's not weird. And I like being around her family. So that's something I knew I wanted to do. But then I was like, OK, I got I want to try to see my dad. And I was supposed to go see my grandmother because she's in a home. She has dementia. Um, and, you know, that's my only living grandparent. And um my dad got sick. He has a cold. So I wasn't able to make it out that way. Day before Thanksgiving, you know, my cousins, my family, older cousins invited me over to their house and, you know, and, you know, um, which I appreciate. They wanted to see me and stuff. Um, I didn't necessarily agree to it. I just said, you know, we'll see. And, you know, and they said, if I'm in Oakland, come by. And, you know, I did not make my way to Oakland. I stayed on my side. So I was, I did not attend. But, you know, at the same time, it's also, you know, I know people who are going to be there and I just don't want to answer a bunch of questions. I don't want that. I feel like a lot of times now that I'm older and I'm reflecting, I feel like a lot of things are just not authentic. Like we forced, we forced familial events we forced ourselves to be around each other and not be authentic unable to be ourselves or you know you have that judgmental cousin or that judgmental you know family member whoever it could be or you have someone who like feels the type of way about you but ain't gonna say it so y'all gotta sit there awkwardly and you know it's like I don't really want to do all that because if I come in I'm coming in hot and I'm coming in how I feel and you know a lot of people told me even my cousin told me when I I was just in New Orleans with my cousin and her sister and they're like Dana you're so mean like we were drinking they told me I'm mean and I was really shocked, but then I thought about it, and it's like, I'm mean to people who I'm I'm blunt with, and I'm if I'm blunt with you, it's because I have enough respect for you to give you that truth. Um, and I'm always, and it's hard for me to be anything other than that. That's the way that God created me to be. I'm very straightforward in how I feel, how I how I look on my face. You'll know how I feel. The things I say and how short I am, you'll know how I feel. It'll be clear because I can't dance around my feelings. Like I've always been that way. I've been, I've always been true to how I feel. And that's why some people love me and are drawn towards me. And that's why some people are intimidated by me or don't like me or feel like I'm judgmental. You know, I'm going to be true to how I feel because I just can't live any other way. And so I know, no, it's not that I'm trying. Well, sometimes I am mean and it is what it is, you know, but, um, you know, I knew that if I went into that space, I was going to be true to how I feel. And some people may not uh, be receptive towards it. And I think it also has to do with, you know, people being very um, not being as understanding or. um I guess I don't know how to else to say, but mentally progressed enough to know like the depth of my loss because those who know me and my mom's relationship, they know like how deep it goes. If you saw, and I think that's why my friends understand it too, because most of my time I was around my friends, I was always talking about my mom or I was always on the phone with my mom or my mom would ask about my friends and stuff. Like there came a point in time where my mom cut off relationship with the family and I didn't understand it for a long time until this year. Um, and 
now I know it was about her protecting her peace and her, you know, mental health and her space because of that inauthenticness that you can step into, that realm you can step into that really can um, make you lose your balance and make you question yourself. And, you know, she would, and it's, it's just weird. It's like you make decisions for yourself and you express those things to your family or you say like, oh, this is what's going on in my life. This is what's happening. And then they have feel a type of way about it, maybe because they're not there or maybe because they don't have that or maybe because, you know, they want to be where you are. And, you know, that if that happens to you enough, you get sick of this shit. And I think my mom got sick of it. And it's like, you know, and she would do things for people. I remember her giving money to people, you know, people asking things from her from her and you know or they want advice and and this is what I know to be true about me and my mom and where I get it from is people people feed off of us but won't pour into us so it's like I want this information from you I want you to give me advice I want you know you seem like you you're you're knowledgeable wise enough and you know have this good advice and you're sensible enough to where I want to go to you and I need this I need that and I need this but it's like you're dumping all your shit on us and never pouring anything positive positive and valuable into me and um and I think she got tired of that I think that's why she stopped answering calls and I think that's why she only spoke to certain family members and that's kind of like where I'm at as well because I started to notice like especially after my mom died um people would ask things of me or make comments it doesn't even have to be a direct question it could just be a simple um suggestion of how I should live my life or you should do this you should do this oh well this is what it's gonna happen I'm gonna come over there and we're gonna you know do this and I'm gonna come and you should let me stay with you or you know wouldn't it be cool if we stayed over there what shouldn't it be cool if you know and wouldn't you need us and you know um like can I borrow one of your cars and can I you know I need money for this and um it's never like Dana how are you doing can I just sit with you hold you um Dana like I know how much you loved your mom how close you were to her uh let's go have a drink or you know let's spend some time together to get your mind off the only people who did that were my friends the only and that's why you know I love my family I'll say that again but my friends I have a deep 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 love for to the point where like I get emotional about it because it just sucks that like you can't have that with your family. You can't like, and you, and like you said, it's like, you feel like they feel like, well, we're family and we should be there for each other. And you should talk to me about everything. And you have to come see me. You have to come over. You have to do these things. And as a child, I did, but as a grown woman who's found my place in way in this world and have my own mindset, I make the decisions for myself. I decide what kind of atmosphere I want to be in. I decide what kind of relationship I want to be in. I decide what kind of job I want to have. I decide these things because I live my life. I create the path that I want for myself. So with all those things in mind, I couldn't bring myself to see my family because I've been in a really good place. And, you know, as I've told you, I've been readjusting my life to reflect the optimal amount of happiness that I can because I don't have the person that I used to live for. So I have to live for myself. And that's like the biggest thing that God showed me is like, you know, I would have done anything for my mom. I would have, I would have done any, 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 I always said, I take, I go to, I would always say I would go to jail for you. I would do life for you. And I meant that I would absolutely without a question do life for my mom. And she knew that. And I knew that. And I think that 
presented some risks to my future <laughs> because of how I am. <laughs> so I, <laughs> a little, you know, <laughs> and I think in knowing that, you know, I think the silver lining is that, you know, without her being here, I'm forced to live for myself and forced to think about what I want for myself. So I've been readjusting every such everything in my life. I quit my job. You know, I moved back in with, uh, I'm moved back in. I moved into my mother's home. I am specifically and intentionally only doing things to make myself happy by any means. And even relationship wise, like I'm no longer in a relationship. I had to, you know, really seriously think about my cost, the cost of happiness in the relationship. Like you can compromise so much of yourself but at what cost in the long run, if you're, if something's not making you happy and that person's not making adjustments and you feel like you've made all the adjustments you can, it becomes like, okay, well now what you have to walk away from this situation. You know, I still love that person, but I, I, I am on a mission to be happy. Like that's my number one mission. That's my priority. That's, I will do anything for it, anything for it, anything for it at whatever cost. I will cut off whoever I need to cut off in order to, get that happiness. So I couldn't be around my family. I hung out with my friends and I had a really great time. I didn't feel sad really at all during the day. Um, I felt like just at peace and like, you know, still felt like that Thanksgiving spirit, like, you know, good food, good vibes. And, um, you know, my friend's family is just really sweet to me. They genuinely love me. They genuinely care about my well-being. Like, I was able to talk to Ariel's sister about, like, you know, how we lost our moms and, um, you know, the the kind of tension we have with our family, but how we're, you know, moving forward. So I'm not the only person who deals with this, you know? And so for people who look at it like, how could you feel this way? It's like... I know. So I was talking to my coworkers the day before Thanksgiving. I worked the day before Thanksgiving and they were saying like, you know, how they weren't really looking forward to seeing their family. And one girl was like, there's so much change. I don't really want to be, you know, there. Or another guy was like, I'm going home. I mean, pizza and all the other stuff. They can keep it. You know, there, we feel this way for good reason. It's not like we're making up things in our mind. It's not like we're trying to be pretentious or better than it's just that we've We've gone through things, we've processed it in a healthy way to learn how to change, and we want to move forward in a positive way. And we can't allow ourselves to step into toxic spaces. It's just like, it just can't happen. And so, you know, I was able to talk to Ariel's sister about those things. I was able to go to, you know, Nene's house, and even her sister was like, Dana, how you feeling? You don't want to drink? You got a lot on your mind? Do you want to hug? Like, you know, it's just like <laughs> that kind of stuff I know wouldn't happen in my family space. It wouldn't happen. Like, my friends have always, you know, really gotten to know me and know me, like, know my internal, like, soul. You know what I mean? They know my soul. It's like, my family doesn't know my soul. They don't know my soul. And, you know, and that's, I think that's the difference and that's what we prioritize is the people who really know us know our souls and know our hearts and can, like, um, deal with us in a genuine way. And so that's what I chose and I'm happy with that decision. Um, and I had a good thing, you know, I had a cool Thanksgiving. I, um, you know, I still have one, you know, my aunt that I still know I need to talk to and have a conversation with. Um, you know, I told her happy Thanksgiving, but like, that's, that's why I avoided, you know, it would just all come like spilling out into an overflow of like, 
I'm so hurt and disappointed by all these different things. And I, and what's difficult is like when, and even my mom used to say this all the time, when, you know, like, I feel like therapy is just so important. And I've told everyone that they just should go to therapy. And it's not like you have a problem. It's just that there's things that have happened in this life. There's things that have happened in your upbringing that you need to process. It just can't go unchecked. Yeah, it's just important to protect your space, ultimately. And, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, my aunt. So, like, yeah, I know that's something that I need to uh, deal with. And, like, to your point about the manipulation and, like, guilt for like them helping you that's like oftentimes what I struggle with because it's like I know what this person has done for me in the past but then also sometimes I'm like but I think sometimes believe those things to be calculated so that like when I get older you want all this stuff back from me and um and I and I really do feel like that's a part of it and you know it's just difficult because I feel like we're we're so much different than what our aunts, uncles, or the older people are. Like we're like the millennials, we're more in touch with or those of us that have matured, more in touch with like being more rational, reasonable and not doing things out of like tradition or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're traditionally you just sweep things mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like you sweep things under the rug you ignore things keep even no matter how many times someone hurts you you just still have to hold them on your back and keep going at the cost of your health and your sanity and you know you you don't go to therapy because who does that in the black community and you know go to church god will fix all your problems pray you know all these different things blah blah blah, blah, blah. and you know i think that what i've learned is that you have to like that's not working <laughs> that way <laughs> of life is not working. It's worked so well. It's worked <laughs> so well. <Your> prime example. <laughs> I'm like, you. it's just, it's just not working. Like, it's not working because you, you know, we have health problems. We have mental illness problems. We have, you know, familial problems. We have finance problems. We have all kinds of problems. Those things have not worked. So obviously something needs to change. And, um, I don't know, like I've just been thinking about everything that I'm doing and trying not to feel guilty for those things and knowing that I'm doing like the right thing for myself and I'm doing things in the way that I know is going to bless me more in the long run. Um, and I like the idea of choosing peace because that's like really the theme of it all. Choosing peace and happiness. Like I choose peace in my romantic relationships. I'm choosing peace. Like you can't, (laughs) you can't convince me to settle for anything less that I know I deserve. And that's like a tough pill to swallow for a lot of men who deal with me. It's like, you know, they know I'm very determined and I have, you know, high expectations. And I've had men try to convince me like, well, you know, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to change so soon. It's going to take time and you're going to have to work with me. And are you giving up on me? It's like, but at some point you need to mature as a human being. And if I can't help you to see that, you need to do that on your own and leave me out of it, and I can go about my life and live my best life, you know, like, I'm not settling for a damn thing, I've compromised, I've rationalized things that did not make any sense, I've, you know, given up parts of myself for other people, I love hard, I'm very passionate, um, 
And I just can't, like, it, it would cost. Like, internally, it's costing me. My peace is costing me my happiness, and I won't do it. When it comes to a job, you know, I, I choose peace. I have to be in a place where I know that I'm supposed to be, and I, and I know that I'm not going to be stressed out and, and crazy. So I chose peace. That's what I did this year with my family, you know. I had to cut off ties with some people. I love them no less, but I choose peace. I choose myself. You know, and every single thing you do, you have to choose yourself first before you can even think about doing anything for anyone else or, you know, providing or giving yourself to anyone else. Because if you're not in the right state of mind and if you don't have the right sensibility, then you're going to be useless and you're going to deteriorate, deteriorate, deteriorate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, how do you say that? I don't know. I don't, Man, I don't even know. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Deteriorate. Yeah. Deteriorate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to do that. Okay? You're going to do that. You're going to crumble. What's up, y'all? If you have a personal question related to today's topic that you want us to answer on next week's show, or if you have a relatable story of your own, be sure to email us at growtoglowpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on social media. And of course, we will keep you anonymous unless you tell us otherwise. We won't be out here exposing y'all on these podcast streets, okay? Okay. Now back to the show. So <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at. Like I'm just living life and being happy. Like I'm going to Europe tomorrow. I'll okay. be there for eight days, you know, and I'm gonna see the world and I'm gonna be happy and take pictures and, and be at peace and you know, come back and work some more and get focused on myself. And I'm going to like I tweeted this, I'm going to have a great life. I'm going to be happy. I am going to be everything that I was called to be. I'm going to have a man who is deserving of me and what I have to offer. I am going to be blessed with beautiful children. I am. I know I am. And that's that. That's that on that. That's that on that. <laughs> See, this is why I fuck with you because it's so important to surround yourself with people who are like-minded like yes. this because it's so easy to fall back into all that and but it's like nah you remind me like no, no. I deserve that too everything that I'm meant to get I deserve it and I don't feel guilty if you aren't growing and glowing and you're stuck on that and I choose not to fuck with you because of that right. so be it so be it if you want to fuck with me level up and let's go through it together but yes. if not you're not concerned about that yes. you just want to get stuck on, on your bullshit do that over there in the corner, don't bother me. Okay? Yes. Shoe fly, don't bother me, please. Yes. Like, that's so real. And that's why, like, I really loved, like, you know, our core group of friends um, when we were CAs. Because mm -hmm. we were all very, like, determined. We were all go-getters. We encouraged each other. We had each other's back. Like, it was just, like, a good season in my life. Like, it got me out of a lot of, like, darkness. And it got me to remind, you know, you guys helped remind me of who I was. And, like, I was, like, all of a sudden, I'm, like, I'm popping. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. Okay. Like-minded people. Like-minded people. And then I continue to hang out with some people to still test the waters and give you a chance. But once I recognize, like, okay... You're a little bit um, immature right now. I'm going to go ahead and do go over here until you're able to kind of meet me where I'm at. And then we can, you know, fuck with each other again. 
but it's not, it's no diss. It's just about personal growth. Like it's just about growth. We like my friends who I talk to on a daily and the people that I are, am, you know, like, like to spend time with and like discuss like serious things with is they're people who like to continue to grow, continue to glow, continue to move forward. You don't just sit and wait for things to happen to them. They make things happen. I want to be around people who make things happen. I'm a person who likes to make things happen. You know, while people think I was sitting around at home doing nothing. <laughs> when I quit my job, I was making things happen that ended up blessing. It's going to be a blessing. I'm not going to talk about things and how it all connects because I technically I'm not supposed to talk about some stuff. But like, you know, like I, you know, was blessed with a job where all of this is coming full circle, you know, right. and, you know, and, and I know that I'm making the right decisions for myself and I'm surrounded by people. I'm only surrounded by people, myself with people who see the same vision for themselves and see the same vision for me. And we see the same vision for each other. Each other. We see each other. <laughs> we see each other. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, those are my reflections and, um, yeah, like I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic and learning and growing and trying to stay positive. That's all we can do. That's it. That's really all. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I guess that's all we wanted to talk about with you guys really today. Um just our reflections on Thanksgiving and what we've learned and how, you know, mostly about family and friends and ourselves and trying to be more intentional about like how we feel and not feeling guilty for how we feel. That's something I still need to work on. Cause sometimes like, even with this relationship, like I feel a little bit guilty because I feel like, damn, I, maybe I do need to be there for this person and wait for them to change. <laughs> but then when I think about it, I'm like, I don't got the time. What? Who has time for that? Who has the time for that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just don't. I don't. Pick it up, boy. I don't. I'm just, you know, I... I'm sure that's fine, but show me. How are you showing yeah. you were making the steps? Yeah. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. That's the motto. Well, that's, yeah. We talk about it, but if you're not showing me in your actions, goodbye. Right. I don't have time. Mm -mm. Right. No. Sorry. And I can't wait to meet a person who like one, the one person who just shows me that they are what they say they're about. Like, I mean, actually like a person who's like just with that action, like you set up the dates and you like come see me pop up on me and you, you know, FaceTime me or Skype me or you, you know, you who are really about, I want a person that's about that action eventually right now. I'm kind of over relationships, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Life is just whew, what a roller coaster ride. What a roller it coaster is. ride. It is a ride. Grow to glow goal. Grow to glow goal. My goal, I just felt like it was there was so much in a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh my goal for the weekend is just I'm about to be by myself. I gotta go with my family. It's my cousin's birthday yesterday, so we're going out. So I'm gonna have to see like this family member and stuff. But I ain't tripping. I'm about to get some good food, chill with my cousin. Mm -hmm. 
But my goal is just, I'm going to spend some time with myself this weekend and regroup, write. I'm going to write everything. Yes. Process it. Yes. And Writing not, has helped me so much. But mm-hmm. I, I have so many notebooks, so many things. And I keep, like, I just, I don't know. I'm just going to turn them into some great things one day. <laughs> but I just talk everything out. But my goal is just not to feel guilty. Because at first I felt mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. But then I said no. I'm standing firm in what I believe, and I know um, I'm on the path to bettering myself. And people try to bring me down to their level, and they see that, whatever. But I don't feel guilty for what I said, and I said what I said. I said what the fuck I said. I felt how I felt, and I'm standing in that truth. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty about it. And so this weekend, it was a lot, though. I'm going to just spend some time with myself, and yeah. uh we're going to be good and reaffirming myself. And <laughs> I'm tired. That bored me out. Like, I don't want to be with nobody after. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's my goal. Just not to feel guilty, I think. Stand firm and continue this journey. They're just tests. Don't yeah. let people, um, you know, they are going to be roadblocks and tests. But keep it pushing. I'm not going to let you stop me. So, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? I know I completely agree with that. I think what I want my goal to be and to continue to grow is to not feel guilty about taking care of myself um, and choosing myself because like I feel like I've spent a lot of time putting other people's feelings first mm-hmm. Um and being there for people when I know they needed me and doing, you know, trying to go above and beyond for people and letting them dump all of their shit on me that like now that I'm intentionally taking time to fix myself and work on myself and continue to grow, like I want to continue to stay committed to that and stay true to that and not feel guilty about um, not being there for someone or, you know, not talking to certain people. Like I just want to choose my peace first and do it consistently mm, and yes. not feel you know bad about it um for the people that i've lost i love them always will but i love myself more right now <laughs> and i gotta get myself together into a place where i can be like can completely like just good So that would be my grow to glow goal and to focus on the positive. Oftentimes I look at things negatively. A lot of times I do. And yeah, I'm pretty like, you know, I don't know. I think of the worst possible outcome before I think of the best. And I think that's to lower my expectations because I don't like to be disappointed. Um, But to try to find more positive things to think about and like look forward to the future. Yes. (laughs) Amen. 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 All right. Well, I don't really have a quote. Uh, I don't have a quote today. You have a quote? I D F W U. I'm just kidding. Oh. I D F W U. Well, I actually was thinking about that song yesterday. (laughs) No. Whatever. No, I don't. I haven't thought of uh, no. Nothing comes to mind now. All right, guys. We're going to end the podcast here. We hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.